Revelation 12, I'm going to take it from verse 1 now in this uh, 11 o'clock service, a little bit different in the 9. Let me go ahead and, and read this as I see it as a prophetic word for the body of Christ in this hour. Revelation chapter 12, verse 1. Now a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, the moon under her feet, and on her head a garland of 12 stars. Let me stop. There's a lot of different interpretations of who the woman could be, and for the sake of the word, the prophetic word that I have in my heart now in this second service, let me say that I see this woman as the church and uh, clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet. It's a picture of having power in spiritual warfare, even authority, even dominion, the moon under her feet. And on her head, a garland of 12 stars, which I see as governmental authority, apostolic authority. It's time for the church to rise in this hour of global pandemic. It was time before the global pandemic. I know many people are being drawn to the Lord and some are backsliding to hell and turning away from him. Can't quite understand what's happening. The truth is that people are either going to be uh, offended at what God does, but, or they're going to be offended at what God doesn't do. And some would say, well, if the Lord is on the throne, why is he allowing for global pandemic? I, I shared in a, uh, I believe, in one of the services uh, here recently, certainly during, my, uh, during the Eat the Scroll, which I do from Monday now through Saturday, Monday through Saturday at 12.30 in the afternoon. I share for about half an hour, and I talked about the four causes for national crisis. Let me just remind you of some of those. Now, we've got notes, and I might not use them. I, I really struggle with uh, you know, trying to produce some show. I can't produce a show. I'm not a real good producer, and I'm not a showman. I'm more of a plowman. I'm here to bring you the word and flow by the power of the Holy Ghost. And I believe that, that every service really should be unique and different as the Holy Spirit breathes upon that service. I feel the Spirit of God pushing me right now just to flow a little bit and let the power of God come down in your home. Listen, there's no distance in the Spirit just because you're on the other end of the device or a 60-inch TV with surround sound or, or you're looking at, at an old iPhone 5. It, it, it doesn't matter what you have, even if you're using an Android right now. God can flow through that thing. Open your heart to a move. That, come on, lift your right hand and say, God, speak to me right now. Come on, say, God, speak to me right now. Speak to the nations right now. Release a now word, a powerful word, a changing word in Jesus' name. And so I talked about the four causes for national crisis. I'll review those now. Number one is judgment. One of the reasons Israel would go through a crisis is when God was giving them a spanking. And could it be that because of all the abortion, could it be that because of all the same-sex marriage, could it be because of all the pablum that's been served and a half-hearted, lackadaisical, apathetic church, could it be that there's a shaking that's going on? you saying that God's brought this pandemic? The truth is, I don't know if this is judgment or not, but it certainly could be. It certainly could be. We can't read Scripture and not see that national crisis came certainly in Joel's time, and at other times there would come national crisis. So people say, well, no, it's just because some bad guano got in some soup and they ate it, and then there's a virus. Yeah, it, that's what they were saying in Joel's time when all these locusts came and ate everything. 
And God spoke to the prophet Joel and said very clearly, it's not national crisis, if you don't mind if I paraphrase. This is judgment. Now turn to me with all your heart. Rend your heart and not your garment. This is the hour for America. This is the hour for the church. His people who are called by my name, he says in 2 Chronicles 7, 14, if they'll humble themselves, turn from their wicked ways. It's time for you and I to turn from wicked. You say, Pastor, you have wicked ways? Not that I'm aware of. But I've been examining my life in a godly way. And so we should daily. Do you have any sin? Is there anything that you're doing that's out of accord? And that's what the church needs to do. There's been this, you know, this hyper-Calvinist movement. It's a bunch of nonsense. You need to repent and live a lifestyle of repentance and continually seek Him and live for God. Oh, come on, somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. So, so crisis can come because of number one, Judgment. Number two, crisis can come because of Satan. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Right? Right. He comes to steal. He's the author of death. He's the father of lies. When he's lying, he speaks his native language. Amen. He's behind many news outlets. Gosh, we hardly know what to, I'd hardly know what to believe when I watch the news. I, I, I just, I don't want to watch that much news. I want to hear the voice of the Lord. You know, when I was a kid, I was reminded of this just now. When I was a kid, we learned not. I said, don't suggest that you do this. But I was told years ago that you could hear a train coming down the tracks if you'll put your ear to the rail. And uh, my son had a science experiment over this last week where you took these two spoons and he tied them to, you tie them together and then you put the two monofilament in your ear and then you dangle them and you can hear the sound travel through that fishing line. Hannah, back home from college, we're so blessed to have you home from college, Hannah. She's doing the dishes and he said, you know, Danny tied the spoons together. What's going on around here? She didn't know it was a science experiment. But you could hear the sound of the spoons through the monofilament through that fishing line in your, ear, in your hearing if you, if you put your ear to that monofilament in the same way. When I was a kid, they said you could hear a train miles and miles away. And so we did it. We, we, we found out what time. I said, don't do Everybody say, don't do it. Yeah, don't put your, don't put your ear on, the, on the, especially the third rail. Anybody in New York City, they said, don't touch the third rail. We watched rats touch the third rail and get smoked. It was exciting. But I would put my ear on a rail along with my brothers, and you can hear trains coming. If you were to put your ear to the breast of, of the Lord, what is the Lord saying? What is he saying? I believe that he is shaking what can be shaken so that what remains is of him. National crisis can come very clearly because of judgment, number two, because of Satan, number three, because of man's sin. So some of you are in a crisis right now because you haven't been living for God. So, so you're not only concerned about COVID-19, you're concerned about all kinds of stuff. Your conscience is condemning you even now. Well, you're in the right service. So you can get right with God. Number four is called creation's groan. Romans 8 talks about that. So I believe that our nation and the nations of the world are being brought to their knees. And I know that God is going to work it for good. Come on, government doesn't have an answer Medicine doesn't have an answer. Finances, financial markets are in trouble. No one knows what to do, but God is able to come through 
and declare his blessing. There is a place called Goshen for God's people where he would hide them and all of Egypt would be under darkness, but God's people in Goshen would be in the light. Come on, there's a glorious law of, of exemption from the curse, from, the, from pandemics. There's an exemption. That's why I just want to open up church and have it full blast with my hair on fire. But I'm honoring the two weeks and I'm not sure what we'll do after that. I will not cave to fear. Come on, I'm a man of God. How about you? I'm believing for the power of God to be put on display, even now in your home. Come on, lift your hands and call on His name right now. And even now in your home, let the power of God come. Be healed. Be free. Be loosed from fear. Disease, I command you to go. Every ailment, every pain, we command to be broken off of God's people because of the blood. This text, Revelation 12, is a glorious declaration of how they win and how they overcome. This woman here in verse 1 is a picture of me, to me of the church and a prophetic word that the church should rise now in glory, clothed with the sun, rise with the glory of the Lord, rise with the power of God. And the moon under her feet is a picture of having Warfare in the heavenlies and having it underneath your feet, having dominion over demonic power. Come on, say, I've got power over darkness. Say it again. Say, I've got power over darkness. You've got power over darkness. And what you'll see in the New Testament is that Jesus says, I give you all power over the enemy. You'll tread on scorpions. And, and, and serpents and di different versions say different things. You can drink poison and it won't harm you. Go into all the world and preach the gospel that literally, if the church would rise in this time and begin to engage with the harvest, to reach the lost and share their faith. How about, I said this in the other service, I'll say it again. How about right now, you use your social media for more than taking Beautiful pictures of your bougie five-star meal that you made for your husband. Praise God. I'm glad you're having a five-star meal. How, how about you take a, 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 a wonderful moment on your Instagram to share a story about how you were a prostitute and Jesus set you free. How you used to be pimping and he delivered you. How you used to be smoking crack and, and spending time. Oh, I heard this testimony. I heard this testimony today. Our testimony today is lady was, would crawl through the carpet all day long looking for stuff to smoke. And she ended up finding a Bible and she opened it up and she began to read it. And it was, she didn't go ahead and get gloriously saved and, and, you know, had some angelic encounter with God and all that right then. But shortly thereafter, she was in detox and shortly thereafter, she gave her life to Christ. Now she's free and she's on the, the stream right now or was in the previous stream and had family around her. How about use your social media to share what Jesus has done, to testify the good things that the Lord has done for you? instead of taking pictures of your latest skinny jeans. Well, hallelujah. Come on, why don't you give them a praise break right now? Thank you. Let's take a praise break. Thank you, Jesus. So this, to me, is this picture of the church rising, clothed with the sun, and the moon being under her feet and a garland of 12 stars. 12 is a picture of government. It's a picture of the apostles. It's a picture of apostolic authority. I believe the church is rising. All right, go down to verse, if you would. 
Go down to verse 7. Oh, I, I need to say this. She being with child, verse 2, she cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. Another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns, seven diadems on his heads. His tail drew the third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who is ready to give birth to devour her child. I mean, what? To devour the child. So here's this dragon, and he's Satan, standing before, if, if using the prophetic picture, and there's a lot of ways to break down Revelation 12. This dragon standing before the church trying to devour what we're going to birth. We're going to birth a lot of new converts. We're going to bring forth the move of God. We're going to birth other churches. We're going to bring forth the purposes of God. And wouldn't the devil love for us to just run in fear and hide? Wouldn't the devil love for us to just begin to worry and fret and wring our hands and be, be all scared and nervous? Can I, can I tell you something? The devil is scared and nervous of a people, of a church who would rise in their God-given, blood-bought right and begin to exercise dominion over sickness, infirmity, disease, poverty, and lack and see people saved and healed and set free. We have authority. Come on, say, I've got authority. I have authority. And you'll see how the church won, and that's the main text that I preached from in the last service, so we'll, we'll go through it here as the Lord leads me along. Verse 7, Now war broke out. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail. Everybody say, they did not prevail. Yeah, COVID-19 will not prevail. The church will prevail. The gates of hell will not prevail over the church. I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. Doesn't mean they won't try. They did not prevail, nor is there a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. Boy, that's happening now. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation. And the NIV says, Now the salvation. There's an article in front of these because there's only one the salvation. In other words, not talking about many salvations. Now the salvation. I want you to say that at home right here. Say it. Now the salvation. That means he's the way, the truth, the life. That means the salvation. That means the only way, the only salvation. Salvation is found in no other name. There's no other name given among men by which you must be saved. The salvation. It's an article. It's, it's, it's talking specifically about the only way to be saved, the only way to be redeemed. Now, the salvation, let's continue. And the strength. And the kingdom, everybody say the kingdom, the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of the brethren who accuses them before God day and night has been cast down. Verse 11, underline it, highlight it, do whatever you got to do, memorize it. This is the way in which we win. I started a series uh, uh, just the other day and it was based upon uh, our president saying we will win. 
And instead of placing it as a prophetic word, I believe it's a prophetic word, but, but actually it's a word that's already come to pass if you understand theologically where we stand as the church of the living God. It's not that we will win. We won. We already won. And so I started this series, We Win. You know, we've, we've already won, basically. You read the back of the book. Come on, you heard people say that. I read the back of the book and we already win. It's already settled in heaven. It's already done. The Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. God is outside of time and space. You and I are living in it. He sees the end of COVID-19. It's already taken place. Maybe the rapture is going to happen tonight. Maybe tonight. And then we'll all... Maybe the rapture will happen today, man. I don't know. I do not know, but I know we're at the end. And God doesn't want us to be nervous and scared because we have the salvation. We have the strength. We have the kingdom of God. We have the power of Christ, the resurrection power. We have the power of Christ. For the accused of the brethren has been cast down. And he gives a recipe, if I could say it that way, or a rubric or a framework, a threefold way of how to win. Number one, by the blood of the Lamb. They overcame him, talking of Satan. They overcame who? Satan, the ugly one. They overcame the ugly one, how? By the blood of the Lamb. By the blood of the Lamb. How did they overcome? By the blood of the Lamb. By the blood of the Lamb. Leviticus 17 and 11 talks about the, the blood being sacred and that God has given it to us for atonement. The blood of the Lamb. You're not going to have any victory unless you have the blood of Jesus over you, on you, and you're praying and decreeing, declaring its power. The blood, without the blood, you have no winning. Without the blood, you'll have no victory. Without the blood, you will lose the war. You will fail. The blood. Everybody say the blood. Oh, the blood. Of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood, the blood. It washes white as snow. Oh, the blood. Come on. <laughs> it's the blood. What is that, 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 that uh, Andre Crouch song? The blood of Jesus. Everybody say the blood. The blood of Jesus. You'll see in the New Testament that Jesus gave victory to his disciples. He sends them out by 12, and they come back victorious. In Luke 10, he sends them out. And what they did through the expanding of the kingdom diminished the power of darkness. Jesus said, I'll quote it to you, Luke 10 and verse 18 and 19 he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Now, that could be, theologians say, that could be, that could be that Jesus saw Satan fall at this battle that it's talking about here. But I think in application, what he's saying very clearly is that because they went out, expanded the kingdom, and declared the glory of God by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and not yielding to fear, because they did that, the power of darkness diminished. I'm telling you, all across this nation, the nations of the world, right in your home, right in your truck, right in your car, if you will see God has called you at this time to be alive right now, to put on display the power of God, to declare the king, to declare the salvation, the strength, 
the power of the Christ, the kingdom of God. If you'll, if you'll be used by the Lord to do that, if you'll just be bold right now, we will see darkness diminish and a great revival to ensue. America's headed for revival. I think the nations are headed for revival. I believe that Jesus did it all. Jesus paid it all. Can you say amen? The blood of the Lamb. The word of our testimony. It's interesting that it doesn't, that the, it says the word of our testimony. It's the spoken word of your testimony. That's why I told you to use social media. Use the word, what has God done for you? And if he hasn't done anything, welcome to the broadcast. You're in the right place. So you can give your life to Jesus and be born again. You say, well, what does that mean? That means you receive Jesus. You repent of your sin. You believe that he died and rose again from the grave. You confess your sins to him and, and he's faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness, thus making you righteous. And he translates you out of darkness into the kingdom of his son. He tra- he'll translate you out. He'll take your sin and throw as far as the east is from the west. You gotta, you gotta testify and share that. I remember hearing testimonies about people being delivered and people being healed. And testimonies release God's power. They release faith to, for people to know that God could do it again. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy or the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. That When we declare what Jesus has done, it releases faith for him to do it again. How are you going to overcome? By the blood of the lamb, number two, by the word of your testimony. The word of your testimony. You know, truth cuts through lies. I think I said it before, but I'm going to say it again. In the hand of the gospel is blessing as well as cursing. That when we share the good news of Jesus like I just did, there can be a rejecting and a turning away from that. Will then but then bring basically, you know, trouble. Woe to you, Chorazin, Bethsaida. For if the kingdom of God had, you know, if, if he goes on to say, if, if God's power had come to Sodom and Gomorrah, they would have repented a long time ago. If the signs and wonders which were done in you were done in Sodom and Gomorrah, they were repented a long time ago. That literally the blessing of God is in the hand of of those who bring the gospel as well as a rejection of the gospel will bring judgment upon you, ultimately. He said, go into all the world. Mark 16, 15, go all the world, preach the gospel to all the creation. Whoever believes and is baptized shall be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. There it is. Salvation, condemnation. Or the, but that's the condemning as a condemning unto hell. That's not like a condemnation, like you feel bad about something and the devil's trying to ram it down your throat. He's saying those who believe are saved. Those who don't believe are condemned. In other words, condemned to judgment and hell fire. And these signs, verse 17, will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons. They'll speak with new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands and they will drink deadly poison, poison but it will not harm them. They'll lay their hands on sick people, even people with COVID-19. You'll notice that Jesus didn't shrink back from, from the leper. Lepers, I mean, they had a whole group of people that were called lepers. Hansen's disease, it's, it's just about been extinguished. Now we just have COVID-19. I'm telling you, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. Don't yield to fear. Be empowered by the power of the resurrection in your life. How do they overcome Satan? By the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony. And loving not their lives is to shrink from death is the third part of it. Don't yield to fear. We think of death differently. Listen to me. We think of death differently. This is just transitory. We're moving through. 
We're passing through. Death does not have a sting for the believer. For the unbeliever, horrible sting, eternal sting, damnation, hell fire for the unbeliever. But for the believer, death is, death is just transitioning and graduating on to glory. We believe in eternity. That's what the Bible says. Come on, I'm passing through. To touch, your, touch your neighbor and say, I'm passing through. Yeah, I'm passing through. I'm a pilgrim. Say it, I'm a, I'm a pilgrim. I'm a pilgrim. I'm passing through this place. Yeah, this is not it. This is, this is a, a, a test. Dude. This is a test of the emergency broadcast system. You will graduate one day. That's called death. If you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and again, if you haven't, we'll remedy that here in a moment. But if you have, you'll transition into the kingdom. Full, the full kingdom. Not just just here in the earth. I mean, like, you'll see Jesus. To be out of body is to be present with the Lord. So we don't see death the same way. That's why we're not afraid. That's why you're not to yield to fear. This is the finest hour for the church. Come on, raise your right hand and say, this is the finest hour. Come on, say it again. This is the finest hour. You know, surround surround yourself with, come on, we walk by faith, not by sight. Sight is, is one of the senses. You can take in so much news through your ear gate that you lose your mind. I, I, I came close to that earlier this week. You know what I mean? Like, I had to turn it off. Like, that's enough. That's enough of that. We walk by faith, not by sight. I want to challenge you this week to surround yourself with, the, with faith. Surround yourself with the Word. Surround yourself with prayer. Surround yourself with the joy of the Lord, which is your strength, said Nehemiah. Surround yourself with the people that are speaking life. I, uh, this morning that happened, I was talking with somebody, and they were affected by the COVID-19 thing and started Telling about, oh, did you see the numbers? And now they're going to this. And, oh, they're going to do a na- nationwide lockdown. And, and then, you know, you've got people saying, no, that's never going to happen. And all kinds of things. People are gone crazy. And I, I think some of it might be prudent, but most of it's driven by fear. And so as I listened to that, I mean, I just started feeling like I was breathing a little bit more shallow. And it was like this thing tried to jump on me. And it's, I've had numerous experiences, and I shared in the first service, I'll share it again. It's what some of you need to do. You need to get a spirit of slap up on you. I said, you need to get a spirit of slap up on you. What does that mean? So the story is, and I've told it before, I was on a, a boogie board in the Hawaiian Islands, floating through an irrigation canal, and the irrigation canal went through this mountain. Now, we tested it with a piece of wood, and we saw the wood come all the way through the mountain and out the other side. So we thought, wouldn't it be great if we got on the boogie board, we got on this little flotation device, and we went through and came to the other side through utter darkness? Wouldn't that be amazing? It'd be kind of scary, but hey, let's go for it. So I, I decided to go for it. And this 16-year-old kid says, hey, hey, uh, uh, can I go with you? I'm like, yeah, sure. So we're both floating together, and soon the light that was coming from the one side of the tunnel got smaller and smaller, and soon it didn't exist at all. And at that point, things changed. It felt like the tunnel was getting smaller, and cobwebs were hitting our faces, and, and it got creepy. And the 16-year-old said, hey, uh, 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 what, what if we don't come out the other side? I said, well, we're going to come through the other side. He said, well, what if we don't? I said, we are. 
We're going to come through. No, I, I don't think we are. I don't think we're going to come through the other side. They said, we are. And we can't. I mean, you could not even see the hand in front of your face. He done lost his mind. Well, when he lost his mind, that fear jumped on me, man. I got so scared. I was like, ah! I think I groaned myself. And I, I don't usually do that. And so I, the only thing I could do is get this boy to shut up. Now, please, I wasn't a pastor back then. But if I was, I would do the same thing. Oh, we're going to die. We're going to die. I just, shut up, shut up, shut. And finally, he's like, just whimpering. I said, don't say one more thing. We're going to make it through the other side. Now, I had to actually stand up and we stopped moving. I had to stand up to slap him because you can't get a good slap when your feet aren't on the ground. And I said, don't make one more noise. We're floating through. And I just began to pray in tongues, and we continued to float, and it was quite a while. And he's like, <laughs> he sounded like a little puppy. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to make it. And before you know it, boom, there was a light. I said, look, it's the end of the tunnel. I was like, Phew. I thought we were going to get stuffed through a pipe or something. Had to take authority over that. Don't yield to fear. We overcome fear. We overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb, by the word of our testimony, and loving lot our lives is to shrink from death. Don't yield to fear. God is with you. Worship team, would you come? Come on, God is with us. Fight on. Fight on. Surround yourself with faith. What God did... Before he can do it again, we're going to sing that again here this morning, as we this afternoon now, as we wrap up this service. What he did before he can do, come on, the black plague, the plague, the church went through that. The church went through the pandemic of the early 1900s. The church went through World War I. I mean, the church went through the, the, the Revolutionary War. The church has been through all kinds of things. These are the birth pains. Don't consider it strange, but draw close to God. We're the church clothed with the sun, the glory of God. The moon and the stars underneath our feet. We've got power. We've got dominion. We've got authority. And we have the blood. We have the salvation. The kingdom of God. The power of Christ. We have it. Walk in it now. You know you have a real faith when you meet a real challenge. This is a challenge. Government can't help us. Oh, they might send out a couple grand. I'll take it. Praise the Lord. Tithe. Amen. State of Alaska might release the PFD that they held back. But listen, government can't fix our problem. Oh, they'll, they'll, they'll try, and we're praying. They find solutions, all that. Science, they're at a loss. Financial institutions, Where's your faith right now? If this was the end, if this in the next few weeks exploded in some massive death everywhere and then Jesus maybe split the sky, what if this is one of the, one, what if this is one of the opening of the seals of the book of Revelation? Where are you? Where are you? Are you right with God? I'm not trying to bring fear on you, but I am trying to bring the fear of the Lord. It's not time to just patty cake for Jesus to have a cute little leadership lesson. It's time to get on fire. We win by the blood, by the word of our testimony, and by not yielding to fear and not being afraid of even death because death, where is death? Where is the sting of death? Holds nothing for the believer. It's transition to glory. 
We live forever and ever with him. Where are you? All across this place, every living room, in cars and trucks, wherever you are, on whatever device, streaming on your Roku, on your TV, in Bristol Bay, all across Alaska, in Seattle, California, in Kentucky, in, in Florida right now, in New York right now. Where are you? Where are you with God? Would you examine your heart? If you're not right with God, give your life to him today. Recommit your life if you've drifted away. Get on fire. The lukewarm are being spit out. The on fire are moving forward. The cold are getting, you know, the cold are getting hot. I believe that. I believe there's just transformation. It's time to seek God. It's time. If the gospel should ever be preached, boy, now is the time. Today is the day of salvation. That's you. You want to give your heart to Jesus for the first time or make a recommitment to him. Just pray this prayer right out loud. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son Jesus to die in my place and to rise again from the grave for me. Forgive me of all of my sin and come into my life. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Wash me and cleanse me and make me new. Thank you for loving me and thank you for hearing my prayer. Amen. Let me pray for you. I ask Holy Spirit, even as we read, the power of Christ, the salvation, the kingdom of God, the power of Christ right now, the power of the Holy Spirit, come upon every home, upon every boy, every girl, every woman, every man. In the name of Jesus, be filled. Be like the five wise virgins. Fear go. The blessing of God be released. The baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. They will speak with new tongues. If you have that freedom, go ahead and pray in your prayer language. If you don't, ask God for it. Powerful gift right now. The Holy Spirit praying through you. Be filled right now. Let sounds and syllables come forth right now in your home. Be filled. There's an interpretation of tongues that's basically prophecy. Then there's tongues as a prayer language, a, a, a language of prayer. Build up your most holy faith. Pray in the Holy Ghost. That's what they're talking about there in Jude. Come on, pray in the Spirit right now. Release your power. I pray again for sickness, infirmity, and disease to go from every home. We curse coronavirus in the name of Jesus. We curse your work and operation. We plead the blood all over the nations. We declare, God, your plan being brought out. We're not nervous. We're not scared. We're a part of your kingdom. We're the answer. We're the solution. It's the finest hour for the church. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for God. Come on. Wait, 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 wait. You know, I want to do one more thing. I want to do one more thing. We have a church in Italy, and uh, the report from our church in Italy is that they don't know what to do with all the bodies. They literally don't have the means to handle the amount of bodies in these towns. Maybe you've seen some stuff on social media. I want to take a special offering. You can give electronically right through the push pay, you can text it to us, and, uh, and we'll be sure that, that that help gets to them. You know, the Apostle Paul did that. He went around church to church to take up an offering for the church in Jerusalem in a time of famine. They needed help. 
They need help. And uh, in fact, all of our international churches, the church in Chile needs help too. But uh, I, I went ahead and, and uh, said that we're going to go ahead and take on Italy and, uh, and help with the Italian, the Italian church. So we're going to give right now towards them. So you go ahead, take your device. You can mail that in also four different ways to give. And then let's pray for the church in Italy. Pastor Karen, you have some Italian descent. Why don't you come and lead us in prayer? Great time to pray. Our prayer meetings are open. You come, be a part of our prayer times. In Maui, they shut down everything. I mean, you can't gather at all. And so what Dr. Morocco did uh, for the prayer time is they went ahead and streamed it live at, uh, it is what it would be, 8 o'clock our time, it goes live. So here in Alaska, you know, you figure out what the time is. Is it six? Is it six o'clock? It goes live, six o'clock in Hawaii. So you figure at six a.m., the prayer meeting goes live from Maui and it's streamed on Facebook and I believe on YouTube also. So here in in, in Alaska, that would be eight o'clock. I don't know where you're watching right now, but be a part of a corporate prayer meeting and uh, and, and double up in prayer and let's see God move in power. Amen. Amen. You got you have to put the moon and the stars underneath your feet. You have to step on it, talking about authority as from Revelation 12, as I just preached. Come on, let's pray for the church in Italy. All right, Pastor Karen, lead us. Lord, we thank you for uh, your goodness. And Lord, we lift up our not only our church, Lord, in Italy right now that are quarantined, even in their homes, just like, like different ones are across the nation. Lord, we pray that you would strengthen the church there. They would be strengthened. I pray that, it, uh, that there would even be a breakout of signs and wonders and oh, miracles. God. Father, we pray for the comfort for those who have lost family members or lost loved ones. We pray for In comfort. We pray for those even now that are struggling with that sickness, that disease, that you would come upon them, that you would touch them, and you would heal them. You would give wisdom, wisdom to the people in authority, the leaders, the different leaders over there. Lord, we pray for your help and your intervention. And not only that, could I just, yeah, in Jesus' name, yeah, amen. Do whatever you want. And, you know, we hear that Spain is, like, right behind Italy. And, Go for it. And so we lift up Spain, too. We have a church there, which is also, I'm sure, feeling the effects of we have three, we have three two, two or three And so churches. we lift up just our church in Spain and, and, and the, the country, God. Anybody speak Spanish? Come. Come, come, come pray in Spanish. Go for it. Here, take this one right here. Go for it. Padre Santo te damos las gracias porque tú eres fiel Señor te damos las gracias porque tú eres el que nos sana tu sangre nos cubre tu sangre nos unge y nos prepara para este momento Padre yo te pido por nuestros hermanos en, en Italia en España, en Chile, en Argentina en Venezuela, en Ecuador en Costa Rica donde se encuentren peleando este virus Señor tú les darás victoria porque esa es tu palabra para tu pueblo Señor unge a los hermanos para que prediquen la palabra y que cuando ellos pongan manos sobre la gente la gente se sanará la gente se llenará del Espíritu Santo la gente será, uh, recibirá mira, eh, milagros de provisión de comida, de dinero, de salud en el nombre de Jesús te lo pedimos y lo declaramos como hecho Amén Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. We're going to sing this again. Because what God did at other times, he's going to do right now. Come on, put your hands together for Jesus. Come on. Here we go. 
Hallelujah. Come on. You make the blind man see. Come on, turn it up at home. Make the lame man walk again. Come on, greatest time to be alive. Bring in our prayer teams if we can. Cause you're doing it all again. Hey. Tell them again. Cause you're doing it all again. Come on, come all the way up to the front and worship God. You make the blind man see. Make the lame man Come on, all the way up to the front. Everybody in the lobby, come up to the front. Come on, come all the way in and get your praise on. All the way up and worship God with everything you got. Cause you're doing it, sing it. Cause you're doing it all again. Cause you're doing it all again, Jesus. Cause you're doing it all again. Holy Spirit. Whoa, Cause you're doing it all again. You're still saving. You're still saving.
and the devil has clearly been defeated. Walk in the victory that Jesus has purchased for you. We'll be recasting this at 1 o'clock. Both the 9 and the 11 are two totally different messages, so you might want to avail yourself or one or the other, depending. You go ahead and like, comment, and share this. Start watch parties. Get it out all over the place. Be a part of everything that's taken place. We've started some new technology. Text in church. You go to the website, kcalaska.com. Find out more about that. We love you. Don't be, don't be afraid. Be of good cheer. He's overcome the world. We're passing through this thing. God's going to be glorified. It's the greatest time for the church. We love you. God bless you. See you tonight. Six o'clock. Six to eight will be our drive-through prayer. We love you. We'll keep you posted. God bless you. Praise the Lord.